Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. Hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back everybody to this week's episode of Earth School. We hope you've had a peaceful and joyful Christmas. And if it was hectic, we hope that you're taking some time just to land back into yourself. So as we are at the start of January and our first week of January, we thought it would be nice just Mm. to go with the flow and discuss sort of stepping into the new year, stepping into new beginnings, maybe how we can meet this space in a way that really nourishes and resources us and maybe even shift the way that we maybe are used to stepping into it as well. So, BB, you're very welcome. Hey, Rosalind. Into 2022, Yay. our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, for you, this period of the new year, stepping into this space, opening up to the invitations of it, how does it speak to you? Um, the word that comes to mind for me is intentionality. You know, um, not so much what we do, but maybe why and how we do it. Because at this point, to be honest, it's too early on in the year for me to always, to already know where I'm heading. I always need, you know, a good few weeks to feel my way into any new cycle. Um, and so instead of, I don't really do the usual goal setting as in things. I'm working more with like qualities. What are the qualities I want to carry in my conversations, in in my interactions with people, in my work? So that idea of intentionality, what's my intention behind, you know, a conversation, this podcast, the work I'm doing, um, but also what's my intention behind just sitting on a couch and reading a good book, you know? So that's how I tend to start it. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not a goal setter. It's just not how I work. Really? It's just not how I work. I will. I have done it and I can guarantee I'll find them covered in dust about six years later mm. sort of thing. It's just not, yeah, it's just not how I operate. I like to hold sort of ideas in my head mm-hmm. nearly like, or I might write them down or put them on to sort of, sort of symbolism rather than actual words. Like I hold it very open, very mm-hmm. sort of general even. And it'll never be about I want X, Y, Z. It'll be more again how I want to feel. Yeah. And it'll sort of be based on, not even based on, but it'll be, I like to sort of wait to see what's actually calling me mm-hmm. is the way I would describe it. Sort of what's sort of in the ethers that's trying to maybe reach out to me or I'm trying to, I sort of feel it's there, but maybe we're not actually fully plugged in together. Um, so say for the last couple of years, um, like I've let go of even anything, like any idea of trying to plan anything and not just because of COVID, just because of stuff's going on within my own sort of unraveling. So like the last couple of years has just been, OK, I'm I'm going to sort of just see what's here and do the basics of what I need to do. And, and that's it. And if anything else came into my radar, as if I have the energy for it, I'll do that there. So it's sort of the same at this minute, but I know I can feel it will shift. But like yourself, January for me is like, I claimed it back a good few years ago of going, that's, I still want to rest. Like mm. I was trying to do things like, you know, I was trying to be one of these, you know, like new year, new year. And I'm just like, I don't have the energy for that. Like this is my lowest point of energy in general, most times of the year, December and this, like, I just want to read, chill out, sort of ponder is the word I would use, ponder things, you know, ponder, what would I like this year to be? And my main question is, 
when would I like to like you know go on a holiday? You know, where would I like to go? Mm-hmm. You know, the places. So I have a list. Of, the only thing I've done the last week is I have four places that if we're allowed to you know travel and things open up and all, they're like these are where I'd like to place my feet. A lot of them in Ireland, like so. There's no big uh, blocks in the way, but I'm going. That that's the kind of thing I like to do is just sort of dream and ponder and consider things. Mm. I don't do big strategy things. I don't, like I see people, and it's brilliant. I, I love people who are that way orientated. Yeah. Do you know, like where they've strategized it and they're, they're going, this is how you do your content for a month on social media. And I'm like, oh, is it? Shit. Mm. And I, so it's really like, I like to plug a little bit back out of things so I can really stay clear to my own values, my own way of doing things. Mm. So I don't get sucked into the, <gasps> Should I have like, you know, the next 12 months planned out in social media or should I have my strategy for the whole year done? Should I have all the the programs that I'm going to launch this year all lined up and, you know, plotted into the diary? And I'm just like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Moving out of the fear, you know, I think similar to what you described there is for me, it's about how can I stay in receptivity? You know, how can I make myself most receptive so when ideas come through, they can really land? And when we go into this fear and I should be there and why am I not there already and this this forcing my energy body and I can just speak from my own experience is completely shutting down I mean I can perform on the outside Mm. those those steps that are involved in terms of rolling out a strategy but it feels a lot of time disconnected so like my outer body is doing something but my heart isn't really in it and so I think Mm. for January it's definitely about like what are the things like it's an undertaking of getting to know yourself better, you know, what needs to happen so you're at your most receptive, so you can really notice the, the ideas, the creative spark, the the things that land, that interest you, new curiosities that are coming in. And a lot of the times they come in, the good ones for me always come in, they don't make any sense at any given time, you know, they make sense later on. Um, and yeah, I think so much about this this January, any January, this time of the year, is always about noticing where your focus is. If your focus is out on what other people are already doing, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to go into this this, this spiral of um, FOMO, right? You think you're too late. But if you can bring your attention back home into yourself, whether it's through meditation, breath work, walking in nature, I mean, crafting, dancing, like whatever gets you into your Mm -hmm. own sort of space, um, I would stay really close to those practices and just... You know, let others do their thing because we all mm. have a completely different rhythm. And, you know, and I've seen friends sort of creating amazing things. And I was like in the middle of like this desert of ideas. And then at other times, you know, ideas are just coming e- in really, really easily where where other people are going through sort of a dry spell. So sometimes we forget that if, if you know, generally we're not hidden hitting like mm-hmm. on a high note as such and everyone else around us seems to hit it that you know there have been probably years and times where we were full throttle and others were like struggling a little bit more in that regard so to to not mm-hmm. forget that um and just kind of make it as a as much as you can a guilt-free zone i think is really important yeah i think it's the zooming out as well like do you know like mm-hmm. with this pressure of you know come first of january somehow we're meant to have all our shit together again or something. Like, I don't understand it. But like, it's this, this continuation, like, so rather than, oh, now I have to sit down and, you know, plan out everything or figure out these 20 goals I'm going to have and all this here. It can be a place of going, looking back over the, like, 
where you actually maybe paused before you went on your holiday, mm-hmm. you know, your Christmas break, like, or what, what was going on? What would you like to sort of carry forth from that? Like, mm-hmm. rather than this sort of, you know, like the idea of sort of guillotine nearly coming down, chopping off, and then you're starting right over again. It's like, it's like, what's the weave? Can you continue parts of that? Like, and rather than maybe creating 13 things you think you have to do this year, what is maybe the one thing you want to experience within yourself yeah. this year? Like, do you know, it's really important. And I find that as I get older, it becomes so much more or less about anything of the measure and scale that society tells us we mm. ha- that we have to have and more about the life I actually want to live. Like, mm. you know, like, and that means the stuff that people do not see, like my day to day, my morning practices, what I'm doing how I'm treating myself, it's nothing that's external and nothing in a sense that can be really measured externally because it's only based on my internal world. Like, mm. And I find that just as I get older, that's just the way it's going where you're like, yeah, all those other things. To me, it's at a stage where my brain goes, I can, I know I can do those. You know, I know if I set myself that target, I can reach mm. it. There's always a way of reaching it. Like, But I always have to ask myself now, at what cost all the same? Like, To the other aspects of life. Like... Mm. Yeah, I think there there is a difference potentially, you know, um, at the different, I don't even want to say ages, but I was just always thinking of like how much experience do you have under your belt, you know, it's not that you're necessarily older when you're 30, 40s, 50s, technically you are in that way, mm-hmm. but I don't relate to age in that way at all. Yeah. It's just, I've had more time on this planet, more experiences. So as a result of those experiences, my needs, my wishes, my dreams hopefully are different in my 40s than they were in my in my 20s right so I think when we look at it in in that way or maybe not maybe maybe in your 20s and you know you're like I couldn't be bothered about goal setting and fair play to that as well you know I think there is there is so something to you know going through your 20s and from that sort of natural evolution of moving out of home establishing your own life your own independence your own choices um there is tends to be a higher surplus of energy as well that's just running through your system um that may not be there so much later mm. on in in life so you you have a lot of extra you know that you can just you can dibble your finger into things that you know don't really interest you or try out many things but i think so much about the 20s in that way can be about establishing and creating. And I remember, um, I don't want to say goal setting is what I did, but there was a very strong pull towards things. You know, there was a there was a feeling that I felt like connected with a certain expression or, you know, for me, it was like living abroad, for example, things, things like that. Mm. Um, whereas now... Um, I have a little bit more experience having done exactly that for many, many years, you know, um, this intentional living for me as well. It's, it's, it's shifting, you know, it's the yoga practice shifts from just a shape into, well, how do I feel in that shape? It's like, it, it's about where do you live? Well, in what relationships or having a relationship and then, you know, romantic relation and in that romantic relationship and all of a sudden it might go from like just having a romantic relationship to what is it that you actually long for within that relationship, what quality of connection, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's where a physical practice can come in so beautifully as as a as a physical experience of exactly that you know you're taking up shapes and at the beginning it's all about kicking up into handstand or like sitting into splits or touching your toes or whatever it is and then when you have more experience in the yoga practice having shown up to your mat many more times all of a sudden it's like 
I don't really care whether or how long I stick handstand so much, but I'm like, what is my intention? Why am I even practicing it? Am I actually feeling good in the process? And what inner narration do I need to have or change so that when I'm in the pose or when I'm practicing the pose, I'm not feeling so shit, you know, as I maybe have mm -hmm. been before, because outer shapes can be beautiful, but we can still be very harsh to ourselves on the inside. And I think that has something to do with um, being more years on this planet that we start, we've made many outer shapes and we kind of go, okay, I could just make another outer shape, but really actually mm. I want to feel different in the shapes I've already created. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, you know, where I was chatting about sort of that continuation is, you know, like sometimes when we're setting sort of the, the targets, the goals, even the intentions, we're thinking short term, like, and sometimes it's nice to stretch on out and realize that, you know, maybe what, in a sense, if I was to measure like, so say, like, I've been healing from burnout for the last two years. So if I was to measure this year, the last two years compared to every other year, I could do myself a good kick and like, you know, I could go into that whole, oh, you've been the worst, you haven't done this. And how could you do this here? And, you know, all that mm -hmm. guilt, shame, blame, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Or I can look back and go, okay, like things have dramatically changed, but what have I received in that space? And then how is that informing my way forward as well? Longer term, like, mm -hmm. do you know, like, so my intentions for the year ahead how does it feed into the intention of in a sense my lifetime that I know of at this moment which will change like do you know, like if I was to communicate and enter into conversation or receive a symbol or an image from my 80 year old self I'm pretty sure she's not going to turn around to me and go your goal in life is to have like a thousand ten thousand I don't even know what a big number is ten thousand followers on Instagram like do you know it's not It'll be very sort of, in a sense, simple, but things that we maybe ignore, dismiss or mm. forget to nourish within ourselves. Like, so if I was to talk to that 80 year old self, what is it about that energy in her that I can start cultivating now? Like, and that's what I like to work with is that sort of, so what I'm bringing in this year or what I'm moving through that even if I'm not anyway clear about it, that I know I wanted to continue to feed a longer term trajectory rather than doing something just for the sake of doing it mm -hmm. and that's based on my past experience all the same from doing loads of things just because I had the energy and I could and I, I enjoyed it whereas now I'm so much more selective like mm -hmm. so it's like you're to me it's like the funnel for me personally it might not be for anybody else but it might help somebody beforehand there was loads like the funnel was really wide like and I could hold and do it all and then due to burnout I realized I, I can't keep doing all of that so the funnel becomes a little bit narrower but in a really good way because it makes me remove all of the dross or all of the excess or all the things just because I can mm. do you know like mm -hmm. I'm going but what really do I want to focus my energy in that can then leave an imprint or continue to grow and I'll reap from it not this year maybe not even next year but further down the road the harvest will be there because you know, I think sometimes we're, 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 we're maybe creating, say, like in the work that we do, we might create a program and we're going, oh, well, you know, only X amount signed up or only this happened. And you're like, well, that's your first rodeo at it. Like, yeah. do you know, like get back. If you if you enjoy that content, okay, then you get to do the analysis on it, the what could be different, what would make it so that I really still enjoy it. 
but maybe maybe I didn't do X, Y, Z. Maybe I didn't market it. Maybe I didn't even tell people about it. Whatever it is, like, do you know, like, and then you can run it again, but give it time to grow. Like, do you know? I think that's with all of our intentions. Like, so the intentions I might have sat la- set last year, they can come forward and still be with me this year. Mm. There's we sometimes sort of will just cut them and go. Oh well, that's that one done. I'm like, but if that was really important. How is that going to continue flowing through this year and the year after and the year after? Like, yeah, yeah, I love that way of looking at it. You know, in a way, it it simplifies things, but with that, it makes it, it distills it, it makes it more powerful. Right? Um, the the thought I have between behind this 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 sort of quality that I'm going into years is also one actually of simplification. You know, instead of having all these independent directions and goals or feelings you you want to have you know so in your job you have a bunch of goals in your private life you have a bunch of goals in your you know you know your spiritual life you have a bunch of goals (laughs) i need to get rid of i need to release i need to heal all of generational trauma this week (laughs) um but what 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 maybe it's just my system but i'm getting a little overloaded by all of that Mm. i'm i'm sort of like there my energy needs to go into all those different directions that seem oftentimes disconnected, you know? And, and what I'm looking for when I'm setting an intention is as, as if there is there's the red thread that connects every mm. one of them. So that what is the the common denominator between them all? Or if I was to to breathe my essence into what I'm doing, what color would it be? Or what shape would that take you know um what intensity if you think of like the breath is like a storm is it a very gentle like (sighs) and so what is it that connects all of those Mm -hmm. aspects because really they're all like our goals or our creations they're all coming off us or through us so we are the connecting element so Instead of worrying so much on the outside, you know, if you think of a wheel on the outside of the spokes, whoever can, more more power to you. For me, that's overwhelming. Uh, it's also a little bit of micromanaging in terms of the goals out there in the peripheries. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea be- behind sort of being intentional or setting a quality for, for the year or for a couple of years is really just like, okay, so if... If, if courage is your word at the moment, you know, if for whatever reason, not because somebody else kind of gave you that idea that you all need to step up into your courage more because I think every single thing human is fucking curious, like courageous, you know, it's just to get your life, you have to be, there's no other way around it. But if that's just one of the words, you know, how, how, how does, how would it look like if you showed up courageously, not just at work, because that's where our mind right goes. It's like, right. It's like, what program can I create? How can I upskill? How can I make more money? How can I, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what would courageous look like when we bring it to conversations with our loved ones, right? So it has a totally different mm-hmm. dynamic. And so the the word, the quality, the intention we set in a way has its own healing power as well. And it has a creative force behind it. Mm. And it's, it's something that's always with you. So as you're going to the different places into your relationship to work, to sports, to, you know, to your yoga practice, your spiritual practices, the one thing that's always with you is you. So, so how do you want to live? How do you want to feel, you know, from this point? And it can be different even six months down the road. 
And that's how I like to, at this point in time, sort of think of the new year or set goals. It's like, what is it that I'm bringing into the world? Because what it ties into that is that idea of legacy, you know, mm. legacy and leadership. What is it that, you know, what is it I'm leaving behind long after I've left the room after that conversation? What is it quality that I'm bringing it to work that, you know, when I pop out for a coffee that stays sort of in the room? And how can I in that way, in some shape or form, contribute to the collective, to all of us, you know, through our own individual, you know, hunches or feelings of what's important to us, we can really elevate the experience of the collective. Mm -hmm. If any one of us creates maybe or imagines creativity or like, you know, backwards thinking, like think about things in a different way, like just from the other end and make that a practice and bring that into work, bring that into how you interact with your children. You know, think about the ripple effect that has to all the people that we're coming in contact with. And so this is why I don't like to necessarily mm -hmm. goal set, because usually when I goal set, I actually set them in a way too small because I can't mm. possibly foresee the ripple effects that kind of intentional living has. So mm. I'd rather leave that to to the universe, to life, to experiences, to humanity and let it ripple on, you know. Um, and it also limits me less instead of being caught in a goal and then six months down the road go like, yeah, I'm actually not feeling that jazzed about that goal at all anymore because that goal is actually not making me feel the way I want to feel. Let's start with how do you want to feel in the first mm. place? Yeah. Let's leave in space for the mystery. Like. Yeah. And let's leave in space to give ourselves, you know, it depends how we interact with sort of, you know, if we set goals or targets or and all too, like do they become the things that we beat ourselves up with? Like, mm. you know, do they keep me limited versus allowing me space to reorientate if I need to? Like, I was um, chatting with somebody recently about budgets and all and they're like, you know, but I need the exact figures. And I go, we all know, I know from working accountancy, budgets are just numbers pulled from the sky, thrown onto a sheet of paper. There can be a lot of reasoning behind them and all. Like, I go, but I go, the idea is that in three months time, you'll change that there because you'll have information. Like, mm. But to give yourself that permission, you know, with even the words or the intentions that to leave space for magic to happen, yeah. like. Do you know, that's what I like about, you know, the people will choose the word of the year, like your word of the year, if you allow it to come to you versus racking your brain for it, like, is that it leaves so much space for mystery because how you think it will show mm. up is sure as hell not how it's going to show up. Like, mm. I've had the same word for two years, creative expression, and it's not showed up in any of the ways I thought it would, like. And to me, that's the, the magic of it, where you look at it and go, oh my God, yeah, that's that flowing through mm. that aspect. And sometimes when we bring it down to that red thread like it allows us actually to engage with it far more versus having 10 spreadsheets or you know different 10 goals for each area for life mm -hmm. which for most of us will become overwhelming like yeah yeah Do you know, because we're already in a world that is very busy like so then another 10 things are looking for my attention so if i take one thing or a word or one way of feeling that's so much more easier for mm -hmm. me to come back with because I can stick that word up and just continually look at it and go, oh yeah, actually, I forgot about yeah. that there. Oh yeah, yeah. Does all these things that I'm putting my energy into nourish and feed that, give space for that? And if not, okay, what we, we small adjustments can I make mm -hmm. to come back to that there? Or maybe you look at it and go, actually, that's really doesn't align anymore. 
and I'm going to, what is coming to me now actually is this. Yeah, I think working in that way is, it's like this time is really about embodying, embodying that quality, embodying, practicing embodying that quality. So whether you stick up that word on your bathroom mirror mm-hmm. or whether you have a little card beside your yoga mat every time you practice yoga, I was like, how can I feel while I'm running through my asanas and I do my breath work? How can I embody that quality? Um, I think there's nothing wrong with strategy, but we start sometimes start with strategy too early. It's like mm. practice the quality, try it on, you know, what how do you want to feel? Start with with those things first. And then strategy is is can come down the road and it's amazing for accountability, you know. And you can have a loose strategy. You don't need to be have a daily, you know, you can have like monthly mm. check-ins and go like, yeah, that was a month of procrastination. Because we all do it. <laughs> so it's good to have tools or, you know, um scenarios that that pull us up on that and you know we're like okay we call ourselves out in our own bullshit as well so strategy is good for that but i wouldn't necessarily start the year with strategy so like what you were saying also like having something that comes up maybe for a longer period of time chances are that if you're looking for sort of a, a word or a quality it probably has shown up for you i would say the last two months at least mm. So what, if you think back, what words have you used more than usual? You know, what have you heard in conversations other people say that already, you know, just like triggered something and it made you pause? These are the things you want to really pull out, write down, contemplate. And sometimes you can, I mean, you can go down the road of pulling out a dictionary and really looking at the definition. You know, you can come from the logical place, but you can just go... You don't need to understand the word on a deeper level because from whichever level of understanding you had, you perceive that word. So it already connected with you on the, on that level. So sit with it, close your eyes, have a cup of tea, look out into nature, walk nature and just ponder, ponder that quality. I think that is a way more authentic way to slide into the year. You know, it's a way more organic unfolding and, mm. you know, coming again from the physical movement there there's a way of stretching and there's a way of unfolding you know there's a way of like having a strategy and go one two three and opening up the body and elongating muscles and tissue and and then there's a way of setting an environment in the pose in in your whole practice that your body can't help but just like elongates unfold extends so i'm all about you know like why force sleep if you can turn off the light and create a scenario for it so to me that's the kind of goal setting that that sits personally with me my energy way way better um creating scenarios so that quality gets to live and your side effect is actually probably the goal that you would have written down yeah 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 it's coming from the inside out yeah not like versus us trying to do it from the outside and like which is just over time easier like so your cells become that energy hold mm-hmm. that energy your body knows it and then therefore you start radiating it out more like and you know what i don't know how about you but i think there's still a misunderstanding about this sort of the yin and the yang the driving versus the receiving i think there's still this misconception that when we let ideas come to us it's passive or it's less powerful there's still a part of us and i think it's collectively we've practiced this productivity lifestyle for such a long time it is really hard to unlock 
what I feel like when I'm talking about this, I'm not suggesting the worst option of the two. I'm not saying like, mm. you know, uh, leave productivity and goal setting behind and just hang around here and see see sort of what happens. And that's like, it's like Mm-mm. a comp, like, you know, that bad sort of compromise that nobody wants. That's not what we're talking about, you know, but I think there is still a misconception around yeah. um, that way of living, that organic unfolding, that it's somewhat passive. To me, organic living and unfolding in that way and paying attention to what words pop up and what you notice and the qualities you long for is actually a sign that you're present. You're here in your life. You have to be present in order to actually notice those words in conversations. Mm. And so it's the the very essence of this practice is tying you deeper into a sense of aliveness into your life. And that is really, really powerful. It's really potent. And it's also gives, it's a redistribution of power actually, because it gives the power back to you. Mm. versus the externalization of too much pre-planning it's let's be honest where is it coming from like look back over the years how many years did you wake up one january morning and go like i'm really really like jazzed about laying down you know the strategy for the year there have been some years but it's not the majority i don't wake up necessarily longing for that and if it is just dig a little closer and just make sure there is no hidden fear uh, behind that because sometimes that fear It can be deep-seated fear that drives us into productivity and it can look very beautiful on the outside, very efficient. Um, We know that with a lot of peak athletes as well, you know, um, who then come out and speak about their depression or their burnout, that on the outside, everyone is like, wow, I thought they really had it together. They were like Olympic level athletes, you know, and then they come out as like, okay, so it's it's starting to... um, become more common but I think still when we break it down to our own individual life we're still probably deep down believing that this productivity is probably what gets us the outcome and this idea of pondering feelings and qualities is probably not going to make us so successful Mm. but it's really a shift of power back away from what society wants of you that you know be productive and contribute in a way regardless whether it burns you out or not over to a way of no I do want to be very productive and I want to contribute in this life but I want to do it in a way where there's an organic unfolding where I'm not doing it at the cost of my relationships at the cost of my sanity at the cost Mm -hmm. of my health yeah so it's like being conscious with it like Mm -hmm. an understanding of yourself as an like for the intentions, the goals, whatever one I call them that we're considering, like, you know, who am I doing these for? Like, do you know, like, and, and why? Like, and what do I think I'm going to get maybe from that there? That it's not really about that. I think I'm going to get X, Y, Z instead. Like, you know, like a real deep understanding of what's driving us mm. for these things. Like, but it's both just like winter time. We need that rest. We need that dreaming for then the active energy to take that there, to run with that. But that the sort of that winter time, the dreaming really allows us to hear and listen to the deep calling that is within us mm. versus what's happening if we're only with the other side, that we're responding to what's been externally shown to us and we're going with what other people maybe want us or what everybody else is doing versus really listen to our own unique source mm. or own unique rhythm or own unique way of doing things and really listen to our heart's calling. Like Beautiful. And on that, we will wrap up. So, dear people, 
take a little look at your goal setting list, maybe review your your intentions and really tune into maybe the red thread that runs through them. Maybe seeing if they really are yours or do they belong to somebody else Mm. and maybe whittle them down to maybe have one or two that you can really put your energy into this year. And as always, if you'd like to share them with us, please do. Um, Thank you for listening and may you continue to step gracefully into January and we look forward to connecting next week. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. Thank you.